Sing your little song again. Nailed it. Okay. We're in a band now. We're <laughs> Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, episode number four. I um, accept. I'm I'm here with Jeff. I don't know much about Jeff. Um, You're gonna find fucking out. <laughs> so Jeff and I, Jeff and I just met uh, about 45 minutes ago. We'll say um, at at the dugout, which is a magical bar. I'll just I'll point. You should that definitely out. go there. It's a good bar. Um, if you're in the Indianapolis area, I'm almost afraid to say it because as soon as a good bar gets popular, it stops being a good bar. I was say, are but, you sponsored by them or something? You only, <laughs> it sounds suspicious. Like. No, no, but I do love them. <laughs> I do I do love them, everybody that works there. But I just met Jeff, and he's an interesting cat, you know? Um, I'll just be honest. Jeff asked if I, if I knew where... A, fella could get a bag of grass i hope i'm not gonna get you in trouble is that is that a bad thing to you've say? already got me in trouble <laughs> we'll just we'll just not get we can, into the specifics of who we'll, i am and then we'll have this podcast. that's what i'm thinking that's what yeah, i'm thinking yeah, yeah. i like that. i like open conversation where people stay anonymous if they must for sure for sure okay all right so, so I'm stay anonymous. we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, leave out any specifics hip-hop anonymous hip-hop anonymous and if i'm ever on your podcast i i don't need to be anonymous i'm just i'm an, <laughs> I'm an open book but jeff needed that's a, awesome jeff needed a little bag of weed and i said i might be able to tell you where a guy can get a bag of weed and, and uh he before, smelled like he could <laughs> <laughs> and before you know it he's back at my shop and on the drive here he's telling me all kinds of interesting things about himself and i said what do you say you come on the podcast so that's the long and short of it, and um, you know, I guess from there, what what will you tell us about yourself, Jeff? I mean, I don't know. I'll tell you a lot about myself. Like, uh, I I've done a lot of cool things in my life. I've done a lot of very mediocre things in my life. I guess everybody's a little bit surprised when someone wants to learn about them, right? Because, like, sure. I mean, for me, like, I'm the most boring guy in the world. I know everything about myself. You know what I mean? I mean, what do you want to know? Well, okay, you lived you lived across the pond. That's true. In various places. I mean, I, so so I've lived in Asia, and then I so I lived in Asia for a long time, and then I've also, you know, I'm from America, obviously, as my accent dictates. Mm-hmm. I'm also, uh, I mean, I'm also, um, I don't know. I feel. Here's the funny thing about being American. If you haven't spent much time abroad, you'll feel more American when you're abroad. Because when you're there, you're something different. Like, in, in, in America, I don't feel that different from anything else. Like That's, that's a joint. <laughs> I mean, we're breathing this in and out. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. But no, but I mean, seriously, like, you go abroad, and it's hard to distinguish yourself, because there's a certain, like, you meet other people, and they start to share your beliefs, because you guys went to the same schools, or you guys read the same books, even though, you know, you're from, you're from one place, and they're from China, and, they're, and there's somebody else from England, and somebody else from Germany, or whatever, but like, 
there's a certain point where you start looking at each other like we're quoting stuff to each other. We're not even having our own thoughts. Mm. You know, it's like that shared pop pop culture, I guess. Yeah, there is that. And then, but like, I think like I almost I look back like I mean, I I grew up in the 80s. Like I, I was born in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s, really. And. Like, <laughs> I look back and I, <laughs> the number one thing that I miss about the 90s, <coughs> excuse you, excuse me, um, <coughs> is <coughs> like the 90s, we had a shared culture. Like, if you were into Van Halen or if you hated Van Halen so much that you were going to hate, you know, you were going to create fucking, I don't know, grunge rock. Like, that was a thing that you could do, like, because everyone had the same shared touchstone to where you're like, fuck this, or yes this, or I kind of like this, or I'm going to like this for a few, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, now, like, if honestly, if you told me some bands that you found that were, like, brand new in the last five years, and here's the thing, I love music. I guarantee you I would not know your bands. Well, I I was listening to something where they were talking about... um... How in some ways it was almost like you think about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and shit, and like <clears throat> there was less to compare them to. They were so new, yeah, and they yeah. were able to record two albums a year and and put out all this incredible music. And it's partly because there was n- it was so new that like there's now there's so much more. There's just more volume of shit. So to make a splash, you have to kind of. Yeah, you gotta distinguish yourself, but I'm not sure if that's what you're getting at or not. Well, it, it, it is exactly what I'm getting at, and then I would even go further than that, where like, I mean, I'm not gonna try to size you up by your face, but I will for a second. But like, go ahead. You strike me as a guy that's younger than me, sure. And like, and I, and this is something that I'm almost too old to say, but like the people who are my age and younger, like. We grew up where, like, if a band signed to a major label, even if they didn't change their sound or anything, like, they were like, oh, they sold out. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And, like, we would, like, straight up cut them off. But, like, those bands were still making good records. And we kind of still bought them anyway. But, like, we would, like, at least portray ourselves as cutting them off. Whereas, like, now, like, to have your song in a commercial or something is like that's almost seen as a badge of honor. Oh yeah. Even among like punk bands and shit. I'm like, you're a fucking punk band and you want to be in a Chevy commercial? Are you fucking serious? Well, it's a, it's a change. It's um it's similar to <clears throat> um like the lip syncing thing again. I was hearing somebody talk about like how 10 years ago if you got caught lip syncing, you would be like ostracized you'd be done your, well yeah like uh, what's her Kirk fucking Kirk? name like uh not my latest iris but the other one the one that did it on fucking um snl oh i don't know i think Jessica they simpson's sister. i think they all do it now though that's the thing it's shifted to where and they did it then too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it used to be it used to be like a death nail in your career to get caught now everybody just like who cares and it's i i imagine the same way as far as indie artists go versus yeah. like signed on to a major label but you know i guess what we're getting at is that you, so you felt like even though you were living in different countries you said you lived in austria you lived in 
Japan, where else? Hong Kong, um, Vietnam. Was I wrong about Japan? Or no, Japan. Uh, I was there. Yeah. Um, and then Hong Kong, <laughs> but Hong Kong's China. Well, it, is it is it? and it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it's becoming more Chinese all the time. When were you in Hong Kong? When I left Hong Kong, I, <laughs> this fucking really puts it into perspective. I will not tell you when I left Hong Kong, but I was, but you will figure it out because. Mm-hmm. I looked at my wife and I said, can you believe they've been protesting for three whole days? Because it was so unheard of for them to protest at all before? Well, yeah, I mean, they did a little bit before, but like, but also like they were just more pissed off than usual. And everybody was like, kind of, we were all in their corner, like, okay, like good, like be for democracy. And we kind of expected they would win. And then a few months later, he realized, like, oh, okay, the world has changed a bit. Like, it's not, it's not enough to just sort of like salute the things that you care about. Like, you really got to be about it. Like, and that's the thing that I will say. Like, like I wrestle with this because, like, all right, I'll get into my background a little bit. I grew up thinking I was going to be an admiral in the navy. Really. Can you lean forward for me? Sorry, sorry. Like I grew up thinking, you know, I grew up in Amer- I grew up in Maryland. I grew up near Annapolis. Like I went to summer camp at the Naval Academy. I th- I really thought like I am a smart dude. I can do a bunch of push-ups. Like these people are going to fucking love me. And they would have. Like I I, I would have gotten in there. But but like I don't know, like once George Bush was elected president, for me, it was over. I was like, I'm not dying for this dumbass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is a literal fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that was the thing that... And, and maybe this makes me a hypocrite because I feel like, you know, I wish we could have this political conversation where we're like, oh, this guy's not an idiot. This guy's not. But, like, at the end of the day, like, George Bush was a fucking idiot. Dumbass. Yeah, and I think Trump was a dumbass. And that's too. the that's the other problem is like because yeah. because like everybody will agree with you because more or less you can look back at George Bush and be like oh hey, he was a dumbass I guess you got that one right like yeah. people that voted for him will look back and now talk to you like it's cool but like but yo Trump was a dumbass too yeah yeah I, I think I don't think I don't think Obama was a dumbass but I don't think he necessarily like did everything he claimed he was gonna do either. Definitely didn't get us out of the Middle East, you know, and like you said, I'll say that, as a young man sure. who maybe was considering going into the military, to go in and have to fight a war that you just simply don't understand or don't believe in. Like, and that you kind of believe, like, oh, oh, we're going to lose this one because we don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah Like, I mean, yeah. we just, like, this is so fucked up. To <laughs> even say, like, there's so many thousands of Americans that have died for me not to say this. But like, no, they just, died for you to be able to say it if you. But, you, but let's you know. just let's just look at the reality. We lost in Afghanistan. Well, we, we never just we never won. Lost. We never won. That's for sure. We just been there twenty lost. years, and with all all of our technology and shit, we can't. The we, longest war in American history, and we just fucking lost. Mm-hmm. And no, and you know what's fucked up about that? If we were really mourning it, we were really thinking about it, we were really saying, "Hey, goddamn, I can't believe." We spent so many lives and so much money and so much whatever on that. We should really talk, think about it as a society. Like, let's all talk about it. Like, 
you know, the people that drink beer, let's drink beer about it. Like the people that smoke, let's smoke about it. Well, all that, those people. That's that's kind of part of my whole shtick is like I'm all about um, meeting folks, obviously, yeah. and. Um, you must fucking be to hang out with me. I can't believe you want uh, me on your podcast. And but like, you know, I mean, the uh, American Revolution was 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 founded, was formed, was planned in the in the taverns, right? People hanging out, drinking beer, getting pissed off that they were getting taxed. Very good. And true. that's kind of a little bit of what I'm all about. You know, let's hang out, let's talk, let's get pissed off about what's not okay. Yeah. And. Um, you know, I think things are starting to turn around in a lot of ways. Like we're seeing the end of the drug drug war, which is great. Um, but Christ. clearly, like we're still dropping bombs on goddamn Syria, and we dropped bomb bombs on Iraq. Um, like I mean, we're this still week. in Iraq. Yeah, and uh, I mean, dude, this it's is just like, getting this old. Is a... It's like, what are we? What are we accomplishing? All right, so yeah. I'm visiting Indianapolis this week, and it it sounds really crazy to put this on the record. Because who knows? Somebody a hundred years from now could listen to this if you don't, you know, if you don't delete these tapes or whatever. If I don't fuck it up, <laughs> it, as long as we're recording right now, we might be. <laughs> it, the light might be blinking on accident. No, no, no it looks we're good. We're good. Okay. Looks good. But no, I mean, like, 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 I don't know. It, it, I think I actually forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. That's okay. So I'm, I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about. Um, it sounded like an interesting I'm so story. Sorry. Don't what sweat was I it. talking about? Well, you, I'll remember it. We're talking about these these goddamn un, unnecessary wars, first of all. And you grew up out east, where a lot of people. You lived in an area where a lot of people worked for the government, worked for the military. I imagine. One hundred percent. I even I was like, like I don't even mean to work for the government, but I studied something, and then before you knew it, like when I graduated. I had a job with a company that worked for the government and it was like, oh, like actually I don't even support this thing that I just found out like that I'm working for. You know what I mean? Hmm, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I, you know, I, I'm not going to ask any specifics, um, but you know, it's, uh, I, I, I only got a glimpse into the government by having an internship with the park service and I was just disappointed with like, even though that's like pretty much the coolest thing that government does. Right. Do you have a cool hat? I don't. A good hat. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the hat. I was an intern. I was an official. Uh, I was not. I never even got the hat. I was oh, not God. an official ranger. That's no. So I wore. A, I wore a t-shirt. Um, no hat. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Although they're goofy. <laughs> uh yeah. But they, my point was like my we're my fascist environmentalist. We're the parks department, bitch. Well, it's not so much that it was like fascist. Is it was just they dressed like it. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> But it was like they just weren't doing as much as as they could have done if there wasn't all the red tape. Like all the people that I met that worked there were awesome people doing awesome work. Sure. Uh, but there was a lot of fucking red tape, and you know, anytime Where did that come from. Well, I, uh, decades of like you keep writing rules, Laws. and all of a sudden you got too many of them, and yeah. yeah. Um, but you said that your dad. That he knew. Tell me again. It was uh, Terrence. I, uh, what, uh, I mean, all right. Who, I'll what? give you. I'll give you my dad's story in miniature. You grow up in a place where you're raising chickens, right? And then, in the span of from say you're like eight years old to you're eighteen years old, in that ten year span, you're 
you're now in New York City, basically. Like he, it's not technically New York City, but it might as well be like, if you if you're looking at like trains and stuff, like mm-hmm. this is a place where they moved there as immigrants. They left owning a neighborhood, hmm. but they didn't know they owned it, so they sold it for nothing. So like, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we should be like, if you look back by all rights, like we should be rich. They own like half a town midway mm. through Long Island. Mm. You know, if you've ever been up there, like there's not a lot of property going spare. There's definitely not a lot of property, like, because the reason that we own so much land is my family would buy a house and buy like five more lots next to it and do nothing with it except garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were used to doing that. But what can I say? Well,. <clears throat> I guess it's interesting to know that, like, you said that your <clears throat> your dad dressed fish, wasn't it, for uh, Clarence Thomas? Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah. all right. So, you're t- cause, so oh, this is too specific. No, no, I mean, no, it's close. But, I mean. Fish, it's fish. <laughs> you can use that. I mean, here's the thing. So, my dad grew up like that. Like, he grew up thinking the Russians are going to invade. Then, he hitchhiked to Woodstock. My dad was at Woodstock. Can hmm. you believe that shit? Hmm. Like, my dad woke up to Jimi Hendrix in a tent. Like, that's an amazing... There's not many human beings that get to do that. Anyway, he did that. And then, you know, time went on. Like, he, he moved south. He started a business. You know, there, there's so many steps that I'm leaving out here. But, like, the, the long and the short of it is, like... My dad is the only reasonable person left in America. Interesting. So he sounds like the kind of guy that just made his own way. He did all kinds of different shit, huh? He made his own way, and he made a lot of other people's way that he didn't get paid enough for. Hmm. And he will 100% back you up on that, where it's like, if if he had been a small business person his entire life, he would have he been rich by now, because he was so good at running shit. But here's the thing, like, he, he actually made a very, a bunch of very smart bets against America, and some of them worked out and some didn't. Like, don't get me wrong, like, my dad lives a very comfortable, very big house-ass life right now, but a lot of it is because he's willing to go down the road for things that didn't totally work out. You know what I mean? But, like, at the end of the day, like, he went to Woodstock. He fucking owned restaurants. Like, he, I mean, like, he killed it. But I don't think his goal is, like, his bank account number. I think at the end of the day, he might bounce a check. Hmm. So what was his goal, if there was one? Do you know? You know what his goal was? His goal was to establish a big-ass family. Hmm. And because he came from a big family, but he came from a family that was, they had their problems, man. Like, his family was a fucking, like, his dad told him straight up, I saved enough money for one of you or your brothers to go to college, and you're not the smartest. Like, he straight up told him that when he was, like, 14. Hmm. Like, of course you're going to fucking hitchhike to fucking Woodstock after you hear that. Mm. 
Like, dude, I'm the best football player on my team, which my dad was. He still he set a record in New York for the touchdowns in a game. Anyway, but like, I mean, think about that. Like, if you were if you were denigrated as a human being, but you knew that you could fuck people up, you would go fuck people up, and you would say, "Well, first of all, I'm fucking people up at an amazing rate." <laughs> you know, that's what he did. Hmm. I mean. Tell me about how you met your wife. You said that was this was this was in Austria or was it? No, no, no. I, I'm in Austria in... now. There, I met my wife. I keep was keep talking. My dog's begging for water. Um, uh, you're right. And lean forward if you could. Oh shit! Sorry, man. That's all right. I could hear it so well that I didn't think I had to. I was just relaxing. The headphones um, are loud. Anyway, I met my wife. Um, we were. We were both trying to make a bit of money on the side at the time. And uh, we were working for this Mexican restaurant. And I will say this, like, I always thought she had a very pretty face. But we had this we had this very generic sort of uniform. Like we had black pants and this big oversized kind of collared shirt thing. And basically it's like I've been standing next to her for so long, but I'd never seen her really. You know, deep down, I, I've never really seen her. So, there was, I had just broken up with my girlfriend who also worked there. And then, you know, May 5th comes around. And then I said, hey, like, we had this meeting together and she showed up and it was the first time that I had ever seen her where she wasn't wearing the exact same clothes as me. You know, like, we're, you're usually wearing the, the shit at the fucking restaurant. And I really like, God damn, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I and I still, like, I will say this. I I should not give anyone advice about who to marry or how long relationships work. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been in a relationship for 10 years. Like, I'm very, very happy to be where I am. But when I met her, like, looking back, the first thing was, like, so superficial. Of, like, oh, my God, I think you're so hot. And then, like, after we had hung out a bit, I was like, wow, not only do I think you're so hot, I think you're extremely cool, and also, I'm not sure if you want, like, every other girl that I'd ever dated, I was like a catch-to, because I was like a semi-young, I had a bit of money, not not a ton, but I had a job, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I was a guy that, like brought something to the table and with her i felt like wow like i don't even know if i do bring something to the table mm-hmm. she's so awesome you know what i mean like she's got her own world yeah i know that feeling i know that feeling yeah but you know How's maybe that? that's maybe that's just dudes being like i'm just a fucking helpless son of a bitch and this woman's too good for me yeah, I think that those are the ones that you ought to try to hang on to, honestly. I do I do think that, I mean, there's part of it that's just strictly cultural, but I'll say, like, if you meet someone and you feel like they're out of my league, but they still kind of dig me, then, like, maybe you don't know your own league. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. you should just chase her and be like, just, just, like, all right, you admire her? Fine, admire her reaction to you. And then just go after her and then see what happens, you know? So can you can you tell us anything about like you're you're back in in the states you're visiting Indianapolis 
you're it's because of your work but you almost sound like you're thinking about moving back to the states like do you miss living here how long how long have you been abroad give us give us a little rundown i mean i've been i've been abroad for almost 10 years now and that was never my plan like the truth is i like it in america but every place that you are in america has its own bullshit that keeps you know i've never quite committed to anywhere but like at the end of the day the art the culture the drinks the food the everything of america that's it's my favorite shit in the world like america as much as i hate to say this because i'm an international person i love all the other places i've been america's the best country like america won the war of food and entertainment and language and all these things it's like America fucking won, you know? So at the end of the day, like, I got nothing to say except, like, you have to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds kind of stupid. Well, I know no. that sounds dumb. No, that's okay, man. That's okay. Like, I'm just curious because I've never, <clears throat> I've hardly ever even been out, out of the country. You, know, you got I've a passport? To, I do. I've been to Canada. I've been to Jamaica. I've been nice. to Mexico. Nice. Um, but that's basically it. And... <clears throat> I guess, like, I just, you, you made it sound like Austria is a very different kind of place. People are very yeah. different. Um, you made it sound. I mean, when you're in Vienna, you're talking to people that don't want you to be in Vienna. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, a, there's a grumpiness that comes from being a place that has to fill out a staff, but also has a minimum job, whatever rate. You know what I mean? I don't. Like, you know, like... Their minimum wage pays for your car insurance. It pays for your health insurance. It you know, pays for everything. You know what I mean? So it's like every little place that you might see a job is, oh, this would be a good place to drive. There's like a guy that's making twice as much as he should. Hmm. Can you go to your bathroom again? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And like it's so... It, it does both. There's a part of me where I really root for it, and I have contributed to it, and like I, I love those people, and I hope that they fucking do what they need to do. But then there's a little part of me that's like, maybe we should all just not shoot at each other, and maybe everybody should sit the fuck down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, do you have any guns around here? I do. I do. A lot. I have three. I have three guns. Do, because here's the other thing, and. And, and people who love guns have a hard time answering this question, but I think every gun person should answer this. Do you think everybody should do it the way you do? Because clearly, dude, I'm hanging out in your house. I'm having an awesome time, and I hope you would never take any disrespect from anything I'm about to say. No. Because I think you're awesome. Yeah. But do you think everybody should do it the way you do, gun-wise? I don't know if everybody should. I, I think everybody should do what they feel is best. My whole thing is, um, number one, rather have it than not. Uh, just in case, who knows? You never right? know. Rather have it than not need it than need it and not have it. That's the classic line. And I do carry. I carry on a regular basis. I was carrying, you know, when I when met. When we met? When we met, yeah. I got, no way. I, you brought something in the bar? Well, I, I, you know, I'm not going to the bar to get drunk. I'm just having a bite to eat and getting out of there, you know, like. And I carry it all day, you know. Wow. If I was going out to party, I'd leave it at home. Because if you're fucked up, you don't want it. You don't want it, and you don't 
you know, if you're intentionally trying to get fucked up, like, yeah, you should not have a firearm. But <clears throat> going out for dinner, having a beer or two, absolutely, you know. But <clears throat> my thing is basically, like, I, I just know that people are not always good people. And, uh, you know, I've heard of people getting mugged. I've had friends that, you know, I've had female friends that have, you know, attempted, yeah. you know, people have attempted to apprehend them and that's you know it's they call the gun the great equalizer because it doesn't matter if you're four foot ten or you know six foot ten they say that but let a four foot ten or a six foot ten guy fight over something see who wins well it depends which one of them's packing heat you know (laughs) yeah that's the other thing where it's like well yeah those guys are also if you put them together at any given time they're not gonna have a fun time no if it's over survival, like I'll I'll put more money in the six foot ten than you think, but yeah. it'll be well, it'll be real. I'll sucky. put it this way too, because I I'm interested in just like human rights and 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 our history and and I think humans have always had weapons, you know. That's true. True. And mostly, it's not to defend yourself from the bear; it's to defend yourself from the invading horde. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so. I just. I think, mean, do you want to go all the way to the absurdity of like, what if you? What if you had to hide your cooking knives from the government kind of thing? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to... Because I have literally done exactly that. Do you want to hear the story? Sure. So, I, I, went, I went to China. I didn't live in China at the time. I lived in America. My wife lived in China. We weren't married yet. But um, I went to China, and we took this cooking class. And, you know, I'll say this. And, and this would be so fucked up the way it's used down the road. You have no idea how your thoughts, but like, look, as an American that has been abroad, if there's any historians a million years from now listening to this, yes, Americans listen to history differently when it came from the voice of Chairman Mao or whatever. And so I, when I went to America, they were in this weird post-communist haze where the when communists... You went to China. Yeah, where the communists had won. They clearly had won. And yet, the only way that they had won is by convincing everyone who was educated that they hadn't won. Or all the educated people thought they won. Hmm. And so, like, when I went to China, like... I mean, Google Google China was still... Like, like all of it was still there. Well, it is a quasi-communist place. There's, there's capitalist as well. There's there's capitalist elements. Well, so yeah, that's interesting. Hundred percent. That's interesting like, that you say dude, they, they in, they've they've convinced the educated class that like that, that communism just lost a little bit. But then like it goes even beyond that. Where like the dude, their 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 propaganda is on another level because like. What their actual message is, is something like, hey, we lost the propaganda war in the 70s. You all grew up with this pop culture that we tried to kill, and we couldn't kill it because it was too awesome. It was too cool. It was too awesome. Mm-hmm. They tried to kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I mean, the funny thing is, even the stuff that's not that awesome, like fucking Andy Warhol, Campbell Soup shit, it's too awesome. They can't kill it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> when you view it as a group, in the same way that, like, when you view K-pop as a group, 
when you grew Backstreet Boys and fucking NSYNC as a group, whenever you grew any of these things together, like you, you develop these things that are actually really interesting to talk about because they become like unfathomably high in the pecking order. You know? They're very powerful. These it's pop cult, these pop culture phenomenons. Yeah. So I think I think if you don't mind, I'm actually like I think we're gonna restart the podcast. Like when we brought, came, brought you back from the bathroom there. Because oh, I just like the way we started there. Yeah, yeah that's fine. And I, mean, I think we were I hope just that warming. I didn't ruin anything. No, I think we were warming up for the first twenty minutes, and that's fine. Should we warm up a bit more? <laughs> you want to smoke a little more weed, eh? That'd yeah, let's do it. Well, everybody, welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, Episode Four. I got Jeff. Yeah, I think we warmed up for the first 20 minutes we're gonna kind of like start back at square one though and i because you know what we never really got a good introduction of of jeff Uh, so i just want jeff to tell us who who you are what you've been doing where you've been living sort of and um you know what you're doing in the in 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 the easy peasy shop (laughs) let's start what do you think of the easy peasy shop first of all (laughs) this is one of This is one of the most chill places I've ever been in my life. Because, I don't know, like, most places that you go, people are paying full rent. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this is a dude that has found some loopholes in life. And yet, you knew that the first second you met him. Because, I don't know, I'm not going to say any names, but like, me and Guy, we got got along right from the get-go. Well, I'm not being anonymous on this podcast. You can say my name. Yeah. Everybody knows who I am. Everybody knows I live in a uh, in a garage. Um. <laughs> this place is tight. The other thing that I will say, and you can edit this right out of the podcast. Like, I'm, I might put your shit on blast, and then by all means take this shit out. But like, dude was talking to a pretty cute chick. Like, I was looking at this phone. I didn't even mean to, but I just looked up, and and he basically canceled on a pretty cute chick to talk to me and it's like dude i'm i'm just a guy that says occasionally interesting things while drinking beer like the fact that he would cancel on a tinder date oh she's not a tinder date brother i've known that woman for almost eight years she's she's but see that's the other thing is that like i'm also just an old man so i don't know how things work like for me i was so honored that you did that but at the end of the day that's probably like your cousin or something you know what i mean not my cousin either have you fucked her? I shouldn't say. But you just... Right, that you said enough. Stop. Sorry. That's okay. You can cut all of this out of the podcast. Uh, Should I fuck her? I don't... No, no. Let's... Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. We're being real. We're being I real. Don't uh, you don't even know her, dude. Well, okay. You're right. So maybe I want to fuck her. But right now, I don't want to fuck her. Yeah, good, good. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Crazy motherfucker. I picked this motherfucker up at the bar. Um, I get what I pay for, you know? <laughs> dude i feel bad because I, I mean did, don't, I not, don't. did i not warn you i'm an idiot hey, hey, hey it's cool it's cool but you i mean you clearly heard me talk about some cool shit so what should we talk about well i you know okay so so tell me about austria tell me what that's all about that sounds weird austria is one of the few countries that went they they protested their own independence most countries have to fight and give like half of the male lives in their country for the fucking independence of their country, right? Like, you've been to that museum before, right? Mm, yeah. That exists. Like, that's a thing. Austria, <laughs> Strave said, like, no way. 
we had a bunch of weird slave countries before. You know we couldn't support ourselves. Like, we can't support ourselves. But they, we, we made them. And, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, what's most interesting about them is, like, it is the literal cross-section of fucking, you know, jazzy, literal, you know, takes on skin color. Because, you know, you got the Serbians there. You got the fucking Montenegrins there. You got the fucking Croatians. You got the fucking, you know, all these places that really, really deeply believe that they're different. When in actuality, they're the exact same fucking place. There's Eastern Europe, you're on the sea, and you get high. Like, mm -hmm. that is what you are. You know what I mean? But they, they don't see it that way, and it takes them a while to get it. You know? So it'll take them a while to get it. Like, it... They have been through some very rough times. Like, I just did this filming with a woman who makes handmade... Lo loomed carpets in albania and she is so incredibly creative and interesting and lovely and you know just all these things but at the end of the day like she can only be plugged into good tv shows there's all you know all the bad tv shows want nothing to do with her you know hmm. so what are you saying like um what we only get the bad news or I mean, there's a little bit of that where it's like, if you're talking about a long-term story, people are already assuming it doesn't matter. So that's the lens that everything has been filtered through. When I think a lot of us have been assuming that they filtered that through the lens of, you know, truth of like greater fact-checking, you know? But that's not the case. No, I think truth gets left in the dust um, for... for ratings you know basically but um that's neither here nor there what about um what about hong kong so you spent some time there we talked about it a little bit already yeah. but tell us what 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 it's like there because hong kong is is this weird um in between it's a state of its own but it's you know china claims it right and well i mean it's not i'll say this there's a big fucking difference and I think, I mean, what, all right, this would be actually a good question to ask. What's the difference between Taiwan and Hong Kong? Is there yeah. any difference? Um, that's a good question. The I, fact I, that you have to think about it means China is fucking one. Yeah. Because here's the thing. China has like a sort of, a sort of territorial claim to Hong Kong as long as you disregard the last hundred years of who controlled it, which <laughs> is pretty fucked up. Like that's basically like, like, I know there's a lot of, like, American Indian stuff that's going on now, and it's actually very cool. But there's a part of me that's like, it would be kind of a dickhead move if they try to, like, actually claim Washington, D.C. Because, like, we know that it's not theirs anymore. Like, mm -hmm. we know that we've extincted some shit that shouldn't have been extincted. But at the end of the day, like, you know this is not Cherokee land, right? And, like, the same thing is going on in China where it's like, okay... We've actually literally defended the Chinese Straits, like Taiwan and Japan. These are two massive countries that are ready to go to war to help us, right? Um, and so that... And yet, like, John Cena won't... He'll, like, apologize for even uttering the word Taiwan. Have you? Did you hear about that? I did see that. He and, apologized I mean, for the saying the word. 
Like John Cena. It's not very American. He should definitely be like fucking them off. But at the same time, it's really fucked up that like even like a lot of Americans were swallowing the same thing just silently, you know? Like think about how many like people that work for the government have been swallowing that. Well, everybody's sucking China's dick right now. That's that's my observation. And it's too bad. It's like it's like um yeah, it sounds like they already won. And you're also talking about how, you know, it's like China just disregarded who, the reality of who's controlled Hong Kong for so long. They're just claiming it. It's the same thing they did with fucking Tibet, too. Like, Tibet never caused no trouble for nobody. They're just hanging out up there in the freaking, in the mountains, like, just I mean, being, Buddha, being Buddha's children. Yeah. And, like, then China's like, yep, you're you're part of us now. Like, fuck you. And the whole world just kind of like let it let it happen. It's really a shame, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to like. I'm assuming that everybody's ever already done this, but like, I mean, if you're looking for something that will blow your fucking mind, just Google Uyghur Xinjiang China. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like the Uyghur genocide. Yeah. It, it it. I mean, when I worked in Hong Kong, I knew people that grew up out there. Mm. And I was like, so what are your friends doing? They're like, well, I don't know. Trying not to get killed. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is like, you got millions and millions of people. And some people would have you believe that they're very different than you are. Here's the thing that I know about them. I don't know everything about them, but I, what little I know about them, they're actually very similar to you. They've seen the same movies you've seen. Sure. Yeah. You know, they, they've lived the same, they've made the same recipes as you've made. They've, they've done all that shit because, like, it spread. And, and, and a little bit, they got lucky because China got rich over the last 50 years. So some of them have yeah. really... But here's the thing. Some of them have really fallen in hard times now, and there's not much they can do. They messed up with it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, and I've heard, it, I've heard people say, like, with China, it's way better if we just... Um, you need a lighter? Yeah. It's way better if we just, like try to keep showing them that like, like there is some of that where it's like we, we got, keep we showing gotta, the way showing you oh, gotta show them I got another one here. shit my bad I got another my, 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 my bad but like instead of competing with China we should just continue to cooperate or with, with like China. can we just surrender and, them and, and be like hey no 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 let's not surrender we got to just like we got to keep cooperating economically and like culturally like they obviously do they like our culture uh, in a lot of ways like they love our movies they love our music uh and i don't even feel qualified to talk on this stuff it's funny like foreign policy or whatever like that's the thing you just you know you li- you live these in these places so it's interesting to talk to you about what your what your experience was but like at the same time, like I've heard that, like students from China that are coming to U.S. Um, universities are basically not free to speak freely. Like, if they say the wrong things on social media, like their families will be, you know, fucked with. And like, there's it. It. it I think it lives right under the surface where they all know that like the government 
could just fuck their day up at any fucking moment. And it sounds like you're pretty pro-American, like from what we were talking about before. 100%. And um, so that's the thing. Like I always am coming from a place of like our government is 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 scaring me a little bit with what they've been up to. I don't like the mass it's surveillance. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like income tax. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. I can tell by where you live, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like we probably agree on more political things than we disagree. On. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the thing is like, I think China is just. We should keep an eye on them so we know like what what we might be if we're not careful. Hopefully they. Yeah. You know, I'm. I mean, not the sure. way that I'm you, the, sure. even the way that you talk about it right now, makes me think like, okay, shouldn't we just think of it like? There's the Republicans, there's the Democrats, there's the fucking Communist Chinese. You know what I mean? Like I, we're all voting for a limited group of options, right? Yeah. Shouldn't we just fucking give in to the fact that like the Chinese are an option, the Russians are an option? I mean, shit. A lot but of you people. You just want to sell. You want to sell off. You want to sell out. No, sell, but I, I think like, what if we had like a more auction. ranked voting system? No. Yeah, ranked vote. You're in favor of ranked voting. Because I heard they tried that. It can't in, be better, or it can't be worse than what we I got. I disagree. Now. I disagree, because um, I think they tried it in New Jersey, and like did the, it work? The um, the the election was like a long time ago, like a couple months ago. Okay. They still don't know who won. They, so it doesn't work. <laughs> That's fine, dude. If it doesn't work, like all I wanted to do was to try it. I'm so glad that you told me that. See, I just because if I read normal like New York Times shit, they wouldn't even tell me that. See, I just don't vote. See. I just don't believe in it. I, I think it's. I think it's. Um, it exists. I, 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 well, I know it exists, but I don't I think. I don't think my vote really matters. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't. You're picking from a. It doesn't. You got five puppets, and you don't like any of them, but you got to pick one. But you, you know. didn't have a. You didn't have a fucking. Here's the thing: most elections are split right down the middle. Like both parties are trying to appeal to you in a way. So if you you got John McCain or fucking. Obama, like both of those guys are pretty cool. I don't know, like Obama I tell you, won. I tell you who I'd vote for now. I'd vote for Joe Rogan. <laughs> I I'd, knew you would say that. I've, I'd vote for, I'd vote for uh, Joe um, Rogan. <laughs> trying to think That's who else. I mean, I like Ron Paul, but he's just really old. I guess I'd vote for his son. I'd vote for Rand Paul. I also is he I, is he is he legit though? I mean, he, 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 yeah, he's got that goofy hair. He's got that goofy haircut. I, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's doing him, doing him any favors. He's but got like, like the Jerry curls. But straight but, up, you want him to run the world? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to. See, I don't want but anybody that's the thing. to. Who do you yeah. choose? Ron, uh, I'm, I'm thinking fucking uh, Joe Rogan would do a pretty good job. He'd I actually like, do think you're right, but I don't want to acknowledge how stupid. I'm like that is. every. I'm thinking Joe Rogan would just be like, okay, first of all, be like, first of all, I don't know anything. First so of all, mushroom, cocaine. <laughs> Everybody trips, and then tomorrow we do work. Mushrooms, cocaine, cannabis, you know, MDMA, all legal, all legal across the board. You know, probably just all the drugs. But to just, me, that's almost like a that's a given. That's happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, nobody's had the balls There's to more do important, it. Important. There's more important shit to think of than that. Is what they told me. Lean forward for me, would you? There's more important shit to think of than that. That's what they told me. Wow. Bullshit. Bullshit. How many people go to jail? You know? 
exactly a bunch of people who tell you what to be worried about but yeah. it's like well you know what like i've made some fucking trips in a car i'm ready to know that what i do is not gonna be frowned upon you know what i mean who else would i vote for i said i'd vote for clint eastwood even though he's 93 years old he's also a massive racist isn't he no he's I not think a he racist is. he's if you watch his movies and you don't think he has a racist vibe, at least, then like... he's an old curmudgeon in most. Of it. Plus, yeah, I mean, he did uh, Dude, he did Gran put, Torino. Put on Gran Torino and let's decide if he's racist well, right now. That's a character, brother. It's a character. He's not a racist. He's he's actually a pretty smart dude. You think he kept in touch with the people that he called slurs? I I doubt it. I doubt it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to say he was faultless, but I'm going to say he, he actually seemed pretty smart. His son, I was... Of course I was, he did. He was, he was very smart in that movie, but everything that he said, I don't know, it was a fucking whitewashing of American racism. I don't know about that. I don't know. You don't think he was being racist in that movie? Well, it, that's the point. That was his character. You know, and he, yeah, but he wrote that fucking character. Why? And, and also, the whole, point, the whole point of that movie was that he... he kind of like was but he like came to love these these speaking of the wasn't it the sorry uh, not the Uyghurs what was it the Chinese uh, the Tibet Tibetans no 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 the, 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 geni- t- the, the genocide the genocide uh, the, the, Xin, uh, the Xinjiang the, uh, the Uyghur Uyghurs yeah that is the Uyghurs um. Uyghur ass <laughs> bitch <laughs> I definitely heard that no, they were Hmong Chinese. That's what they were. They were Hmong Chinese, and he he befriended them, and whatever. Yeah, he, whatever. Complex character. He always was playing complex characters. But I always liked, I, I think he's a smart dude. I don't think he was racist. <laughs> Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood for president, 2020, whatever. I will say this. We've had worse presidents, for sure. Like, I'm not saying that I'm voting for Clint Eastwood next time, but like, there were times where we had worse options. Like, George W. Bush was clearly not as good at being president as Clint Eastwood was then. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Clint, Eastwood, been, yeah. Clint Eastwood was a movie star who tried out for the fucking role. Like, fuck it, Reagan. You know what well, I mean? Well, they, they tried to get him to go further in politics because he was a mayor. He was a mayor in Carmel, oh, uh, California for, they for went a while. For it, huh? they, and they're like, why don't you go for governor of California? Because I've seen Ronnie's job and it sucks. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, I'm pretty sure I've had my fill. I'm, I, uh, I'm not into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, exactly what I would have thought in his position. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I do usually vote against him, but it's like, at the end of the day, there's a point of this job where it's just stupid. Hmm. It's just people who have no power voting. You all right? You all right there, pal? Sorry, I'm Keep dropping fucking bowling. <laughs> dropping the fucking lighter. Not bad, not bad. Well, I tell you what. Um, so, what do you want to talk about, man? What's interesting? Well, I mean, what else what do the, you guys normally talk about? Well, you're only the second guy I've had on. Well, so, I'm last time we, we talked about childhood, because it was a buddy of mine from childhood, and we how we were just, like, de- you know, deviants, basically, and how we used to blow shit up, and, like, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, so you... I get that. What, I guess I'll ask, you said you've been living abroad 10 years. What, 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 what started you living abroad? Basically, my wife had a better job than I did, and it was a government job where I was like, all right, this is not going away. We're in a very different zone right now. 
everybody I know that had this, you know, role is basically, like, either cheated on their wife or, like, done something that they regretted. Sorry. Um, so, I don't know, but, like, I feel like my wife is very, like, him, we have a very fucking similar version of reality. And I think that's the mm. biggest thing that separates people when they're dating. Mm. And I feel like we, her and I, we have 100% the same reality. We just have to make it, you know what I mean? Mm, it makes perfect sense, yeah. <laughs> I like I it. I hope so, I hope so. You need another brewski? Give me some water, actually. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know? And a brewski. Do you want to keep, you want, you want to keep talking? Why not? Hey, it's, it's up to you, man. It's your show. We'll go just a little bit longer. Let me get you some water. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, water and a fresh beer in hand. We're good to go. So, <laughs> Hong Kong's not a very big place, is it? It's no, it's a very weirdly small place. Yeah. Tiny place. How many people? Mm, a couple million. It's like eight million. But, yeah. but like everybody knows each other. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> like you're literally, it's eight million people that all have the same cousin. Mm, mm, mm. It's nuts. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know how I'd feel about living on an island with eight, eight million people breathing, but breathing right down my neck. I kind of want to live out in the country. I don't know about you. I, I do. I will say this: the country is very underrated. I love, I love when I'm out in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't lived out there, so I really can't, I can't faithfully say, oh yeah, I did that. But I like it every time I do it. Yeah, I'll yeah. Say that. Well, you know, I've done it, and it's the best, and living in the city is kind of like, kind of a drag. <laughs> I'm doing it because it makes sense right now, but, um, and there's things that are okay about it, you know? Yeah. Certainly met some cool folks, and like, sure, whatever, but I'm just nervous after what we saw fucking last year. Who knows? Shit's, shit's about to get wild, potentially. I don't know if you mm-hmm. have that feeling or not, but... <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so how long did you know your wife before you two got married? It almost sounded like it was pretty fucking fast. After the first date, I knew for sure. Is that right? Yeah. After that, it took a while. But, like, there was a point where she was trying to break up with me. Because it was like, it would have made sense. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to love you forever, and you're going to love me forever. And she's like, I knew it. And I'm like, I knew for sure bro for sure well congrats so you've been married for how long like 10 years 10 years wow Wow. i don't know it's not it's not it's a weird amount of time (laughs) how do you mean goes faster yeah like in, in some ways it goes very slow but in other ways it it goes very fast i don't know it's like It's, it's a very convincing version of marriage. That's what we've convinced on, you know? How she feel about weed? Uh, she's not down. No. I mean, because, because she has, like, a fucking security clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, so do I, but, like, not out loud. You know? <laughs> Okay, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but... Basically, like, 
she's explicitly covered. I I am implied, you know. Okay. Okay. Under her or under your job? Under her, too. Mm, okay. I I am there at her service. Uh, I see. I see. But it hasn't really come to that. So what kind of work do you do? I haven't asked. It's not that interesting. I just I do like writing stuff. Writing, yeah. I try to write. You write anything that's really interesting? I mean, I fuck around like I write like what I consider poetry. I don't know if anybody else oh, does. I bet it's good. I bet it's good. Um, <laughs> I've you know obviously written like journals is it and deeply, shit. Is it deeply felt? I mean, when I wrote it, that's why I write shit is when I feel it and I, I have to put it down, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. I bet it's really good, actually. I don't know. We'll see. I might try to publish. I was thinking about a, a book of poems called uh, 100, 101 Poems for Newbies. 101 and, Poems. Yeah. I love that. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's intentionally no. dumb. No, it's but inten- I, lo- I, I hope that you don't take that in the wrong way. No, it's like ironic. 101 it's Poems. 101 Poems for Newbies, Novices, and Knuckleheads. <laughs> Dude, just like, little like little to me that is things. American poetry where it's like you're just aiming with understatement to like you could actually save a few people's lives with that book if you wrote a good version of it <laughs> maybe maybe people would read that book is what I'm saying yeah I think and they if might. you did the right thing with it uh, I think you could make a bunch of money and you could help a lot of people well you know I'd be okay with doing both of those things that's kind of my goal that's kind of my goal I believe in you man I appreciate that man I'm trying to like trying to build gardens like that's my that's my first business but like definitely have other businesses in mind just kind of want to get this one rolling get this one off the ground you know this podcast could be its own business if i play my cards right you know gotta keep pumping them out you know but uh i'm down to help you with that if you ever need any help i appreciate it man if you move to indy let's fucking kick it you know (laughs) It's not the worst place. You were asking me about it before we got on the air. You're like, what do you think about Indy? Like, you actually seriously considering maybe living here? Or is that crazy? I am. I'm also seriously considering not living here. Well, Indy's, cool, Indy's a cool town, I'm bro. Living, like, yeah, like, that's that's what I think is, like, I had a good first day. <laughs> like, there's no reason that I should have met you on the first day. We didn't have, we were not hooked up before. Like, even if we end up knowing the same people, we didn't know that we knew the same people. You know, like, no. I met you at the fucking bar in Indy. And, like, I was I was very relaxed. I was chilling. I wasn't trying to meet anybody. Wow. And I think you were the same way, which yeah. is why we hit it off. Yeah. You don't have to be trying to meet somebody. You just meet somebody. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's right on. Well, I think we can probably wrap her up, you know? Like, I think we've done it right. Good fucking man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope I hope that I was a decent guest. Yeah, man, I think you were, and I think uh, you know. Any last thoughts? Feel free to share. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any last thoughts. They're all done. All right, well, man, I hope you like. You know, it sounds like you've been a globe trotter. I hope you like find your way and like. I hope so. And you and your wife, like you know, keep on trucking, right? Like, <laughs> hit me up when you're in Indy. You know, I'm the easy peasy guy. Shouldn't be too hard to find. Fuck man. I will. I fucking will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Thanks for coming. Cheers, man. Yep.